Well, welcome back to On the Cusp, our podcast about great things going on in, in Shreveport and Bossier. Got my co-host, Matt Snyder, back with me we're again back. for this episode. <laughs> so we're going to keep it going. And today's really special for us because Matt and I talk about this gentleman all the time, John Pickens with John Pickens Clothery here. You've been here for 30 years. Tell us about yourself. Well, I got my start at Rosenblast. I was kind of into clothes, I guess. Um, and I, I followed a, my clothing salesman at Rosen, from Rosenblast. He was originally at Pope's to shop there in 88, and he ended up hiring me in 89. And it just kind of snowballed from there. I just, there was quick turnover. Um, they taught me how to buy pretty, pretty quick, within a year. Mm-hmm. And um, I fell in love with retail, um, the clothing business. I've always been a Shreveport fan, and it was just nice to get my start in downtown Shreveport when things were still, you know, there was still a little bit of shopping downtown and a lot of foot traffic. Oh, that's key because that's that's not the case anymore. I know I can speak for the aquarium guys. You know, they started a restaurant down there. They they wanted people to stay downtown after work, but that really doesn't happen right now in Shreveport. They're gone, which that led you to your move then. Right, when I, when I bought out uh, my partner's son that I'm real close with the family, um, we decided to, to grow our store and to really have it thrive. We needed to get out of downtown, unfortunately. And we moved uh, in 1996 to Azalea Drive. Okay, all right, well, Tell me about retail in Shreveport right now, because, you know, from our perspective, we want as we want people to understand you can be successful in retail, even with, you know, all of the online shopping and everything like that. You can still have a storefront and be successful. Yeah, absolutely. I find I'm in a peer group of stores all over the country and I find that um, especially in our market or the menswear market, Brick and mortar is still very important for several reasons. Yeah, the coolest thing that that I always, John and I have in common is I travel around the city all the time talking to people, you know, client after client. And John, his business is cool and over those 30 years is all day interesting people, a lot of business leaders coming in and talking. So John always has... I would say a similar feel for what's happening on the street and even a more diverse feel of different businesses and different levels and ages and all of that. I mean, talk about how uh, uh, just that part of retail. Well, it's kind of interesting, too, because people strike deals while they're shopping together. Like it's happened recently. So it's kind of fun to see and and introduce my customers to one another. But, um, you know, it's the, the interaction. We have, you know, all ages. Um, self-made, uh, family inheritance. Um, it's just a good mix. They're not really customers anymore. They're our friends. Well, I, I tell people all the time, you're better off shopping in Shreveport. I know I have two girls that are in college and they come home, like just came home for Christmas and they want to go to Dallas shopping. Okay. I say, no way. Let's just do it here. I don't want to spend that time going to Dallas. Do you compete with Dallas stores? You know, that's a Dallas is probably our number one competition. So, um, and I'm, and I'm, I've preached this to my kids. You know, if they want to buy something, they have to start in Treeport. If they can get it in Treeport, they have to buy it in Treeport, period, or I'm not paying for it. Mm, I love that. I'm going to stick with that. Now, if they can't get it in Treeport, that's when they can 
you know, go online or go out of town or what have you. Well, I think I keep telling them, look, you can buy that semi dress in Shreveport. Okay. You're only in Ruston. You can drive back over there and shop here. Okay. Well, and the whole trickle down thing makes sense. I mean, if somebody shops with me, it makes me be able to afford to shop in other places locally, go eat out locally and support the city. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that trend is really, and, and hopefully our generation, my generation and the younger generation, that's really going to stay popular. But I definitely, in my life, have watched it go from, oh, we're so excited about which new chain we can get to Shreveport, to people aren't that interested in that. And people are going back to wanting a little locally owned restaurant and the chefs being superstars in town and your store being packed with people that want to shop locally. But you also can't get the service that you provide in in a department store for sure. No, you can. And post pandemic, I mean, I think now is one of the greatest times to be in this, a small business, a retailer, anywhere in the country, but especially in a, a city like Shreveport, because you can't. You can go to Dallas mm-hmm. and shop, but you can't go to a department store and get the the quality service that you used to be able to get. And I think that's going to drive more people to small retailers. And I think post-pandemic, people see the need for the small retailer and they're, they're supporting it even more than ever in my history. That's important to me for the business owners, the people that want to run a small business in, in Shreveport or anywhere else. When I'm talking to them and the ones that are successful I work with, the one thing that's always in common is their customer service and their product they deliver is better because they're invested, they're in it, and they do it, and, and that's what separates them. I think if you're just opening a local business to be local and you're gonna kinda run it from you know, down the road and you're not gonna really put your heart into it, I don't know that it has much value at all, nor will it last. No, because I think the customers see your passion. That's right. They're gonna uh, ask. I mean, I will say this about the younger customers, they have information on their phone, the tip of their fingers, so often, if they're coming in to ask for a specific brand, they've researched it, and they're going to have questions, and they want you to be able to know more than they know. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, at John Pickens Custom Clothier, you walk in the door, and 95% of the time, John Pickens is standing right there to greet you. I mean, I think that is what makes your store so special. You know, Matt Brown, Sports Spectrum, just sold to Andrew Gaspard, but he taught him over five years how to do that, and he does that, and like, that's what makes it special when you talk about the Sid Potts and the Jay Mitchell and you know all these people, you know who owns that business. Well, speaking of those guys, you know, like I was in my 20s when all this started happening with my career. And so Matt Brown, I started jogging with Matt Brown through mutual friends in 1990 and uh, almost started working for Sid Potts around the same time. So they've been my, my close friends and retail mentors this whole time. So having somebody like that to like bounce questions off of or you know cross market back in the day Matt and I've done and Sid and I've actually we did a style show for Centenary maybe before I even moved to Azalea in like 95 so it's just fun to be able to work with these I mean they're they're retail gurus and and close friends so they're um and other Jean Mary Jean Lewis right. I mean we used to have great retailers and we still do but it was you know it's a whole probably two generations. If somebody was going to start a retail business in Shreveport today and they came to you and said, hey, John, how, how, did, you, how did you do it? What would you tell them? 
You know, um, I, I, again, I kind of fell into my business, but, but I did have to kind of, uh, we got to a point where um, my partner was not interested in being in the clothing business any longer, and we're, we maintained our friendship, but we closed our store and I reopened by myself. And I kind of started from scratch, but I'll tell you, Shreveport, the cost of living here is amazing. To have a family in Shreveport, if, if I plucked up, picked up my life and put it in a big city, I think the quality of life is not the same. I mean, um, it's a big enough city, but we still have that small town feel. So the, the, the quality of life, the cost of living, and, and I think the lack of retail right now, um, I, mean, I, think there's, I think there's opportunity. So mm -hmm. I think there's more opportunity in Shreveport than there is in a bigger city. I would yeah, agree, I would agree with you. Standpoint. I, mean, to, yeah. to, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that, one, that came to EAP as the accelerator, said, I want to start a business. And every one of them came in and said, well, I got to move this to Austin. I got to move this to California to do this. That's the only way I can be successful. And what I tell them is, no, I disagree because your money's going to go a lot further in Shreveport and you can be a big fish, okay, here and not have to compete with a lot of other businesses there. And I think we don't tell that story enough in Shreveport to where people understand, no, do it here. We have, and we have plenty of customer base here. I mean, I'm, I'm so fortunate. I mean, we're, we're having, um, you know, the pandemic, the pandemic hurt. Mm -hmm. no, no two ways about it. But we have had significant growth after the pandemic. You know, we're, we're still trying to, you know, there's issues getting merchandise and a little bit, but um, you know, we're, uh, we're always looking for different manufacturing opportunities and there's ways around that. Mm -hmm. So I think Shreveport is um, a very easy place. You have more competition in the big city and, and the expense, as you mentioned. Right. The other thing that John is, <clears throat> is amazing at that opened my eyes a lot, and I think just being young and being you know early in my career and arrogant and aggressive. I remember when Ellie and Chuck, Kyle, and them were opening, and you know, and everybody's like, "Oh man, this new men's store coming in," and all that. And John's like, "Man, get him to call me. Like, I want to help him. And like, what can I do?" And like, John has always been a friend to everyone, and I think you mentor tons of young people. Me, tons of people that come through your store and you and you befriend. But you're always looking at it as, oh man, another store would be great for the community. Well, it is How? because it keeps you don't like like the competition of going to Dallas. It keeps people local. I mean, if they can go, if they can say, okay, I, between Popes and Ellie and Chalk and John Pickens, I can stay in Shreveport and shop. Yeah, that's huge. If there's just one of us, then they do have to start going to Dallas, and then there's more retail opportunity, and that's. That's the down. That's the downside. Well, we want we want to create opportunity in Shreveport for both people that want to start businesses, and then we want opportunities to keep our kids here. We need to okay. encourage people both that are in business now to help people that are getting in business like you do, and also people that are looking at starting business not being afraid to go ask somebody that has already done it for some help. Absolutely, I think that's the key. To grow. We don't have to beat each other up. I mean, Shreveport has a bad habit of that at times of beating each other up when you feel threatened. And, and I think that's going to be a big part of, of 
moving forward is getting away from that. Because the big cities don't have that because everybody's too big and fast and busy and don't even know who their competition they is half the time. Right. They don't know who to battle because they don't have to. That's right. So. Well, I think we had got a great culture here. Matt thinks we need more festivals and things like that. He's always going to tell you that. I'm going to say we need more jobs first. If we bring the jobs in and we retain the businesses here, we can, we can do a lot more things. We can add festivals, things like that, because I think there are a lot of them and a lot of opportunity here for people. So we love it. Yeah, I mean, I th the food, John and I are both avid foodies. The food scene in Shreveport over the past five years... It's awesome. How much better is it? It's incredible. I mean, and that's the things, and, and whether they're here because of jobs, I don't know. They're not, but I'll play <laughs> with you. They have expendable uh, income. They're okay. here because the culture is catching up, because sh what Shreveport is good at is traveling. And what's happening is people are traveling, and they're coming back, and just like the Penningtons and, and Dr. Larson. They were like, I want a restaurant when I'm home that reminds me of where we go when we're out of town. They built it. And that's what we need more of. So, man, thank you, John, so much thank for coming. Thank you all so much. Oh, thank you this for coming. This right has now. been great. And, I mean, please, like, reach out to any of us, yep. Dave, with anything, any questions you have. John's on Line Avenue every day. You stop in and see him. I already told him I'm gonna. I promise I'm getting a seersucker suit. <laughs> Let's okay. go, Derby I'm Day. I'm gonna get it, okay? And I'll, I'll I will be at Derby Day, okay? Good. It will make you very comfortable that seersucker suit. I appreciate it, okay? Because I'm not a seersucker kind of guy, or I don't think I am. We're but I'm counting on you. you to transform. That's right. Washington Mardi Gras. Dave always goes to Washington Mardi Gras. You need some John uh -oh. Pickens yeah. influence on Washington Mardi Gras. Well. I'll and that's that. a cool thing. That is a, another quick point is like as you create culture and as people do more and there's more money because of more jobs, more people have reasons to go shop with local retailers no, like John. Exactly. There's no question that the pandemic hurt people being at home, but they also weren't going anywhere. So you didn't need a tuxedo shirt. You didn't need a new tie. Dressing for work and events. Definitely. So I'm, I'm pulling for more events and more jobs. I know you are. <laughs> John just wants, you to, wants people to dress nicer when they go to those jobs. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it, John. Thanks Thank you all so coming. much.